What's going on, everybody? Howie Spangler here. This is Tales from the Green Room, episode number 133. And I got to get rid of these uh, notifications. There we go. All right. Cool. So, uh, happy 2021, everybody. Um, we're live right now here on the YouTube channel. So, I imagine some people will be coming in here shortly. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. Um, well, here we are. We made it. 2021. What do you think? What's everybody thinking? Is everybody, um, are you stoked? Are you happy that we, uh, got past that monstrosity of a year? I mean, honestly, uh, I look at it like, you know, it's over. You know, we, we, we made it, but, um, it's not over. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, we have, we have a, a long way to go. I'd say, you know, just from some of the articles I've read and some of the news that I've been seeing. Um, and I try not to get, uh, sensational, you know, or play into the, or fall into the sensationalism. Um, that's some of these networks, most of these networks, you know, for the ratings and all that. But you do, there, there is some truth to this stuff. It just depends. You got to be able to, uh, to, you know, unspin it. Um, and I like to get my news sources from, I like to get my news from different sources, you know, like not just one place. So I'll watch CNN, I'll watch Fox News, I'll, I'll watch NBC. I'll just kind of see like what everybody's saying and then sort of get my own kind of perspective from all that you have to sort of uh break down all the bullshit you know so um and figure it out but anyway uh i figure we got at least another six months that's what i'm thinking before we really start seeing like a difference a change uh you know it's weird to think like when i watch movies or shows now And I see people not wearing masks when they're out in public. It's weird. It's just strange. I don't know. It's, I've become so accustomed to it now, you know? So I'm like, wow, there was a time where people could, uh, could just be around each other and (laughs) not have to wear a mask. And that was, that's really strange. It goes through your head. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, realistically, you have to be realistic about it. You know, we can be romantic and we can say, oh, you know, this is, uh, this will be over soon, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it will be over soon, you know, but you know, uh, not soon enough. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's January. I can't see this being gone by March by April. You know what I mean? So you have to sort of take a realistic position, um, and sort of lower the bar in a way. And, um, you know, just keep, keep holding it down and and moving forward, stay focused, you know? Um, look, I'm in a band that tours and I haven't done that in almost a year now. So, uh, yeah, I definitely want to get back to it all, but I'm definitely looking at it, you know, going, okay, well, from, from what I'm hearing, um, from hearing what I'm seeing, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Like June ish, you know, maybe July. Um, it's going to be a while before most of the country's vaccinated and we can sort of return to normal times. You know, I'm getting married in August you know, so I'm hoping this, this, the way things are now, aren't the way they're going to be eight months from now or seven months from now. Um, so, you know, I'd like to be able to do our wedding and not have to even think about masks and social distancing and all that stuff, you know? Uh, so, you know, those are, those are the things that, that go through my mind lately. Uh, so yes, I'm happy that 2020 is gone in the garbage, you know, but, uh, you have to remain vigilant and be realistic and, you know, positive, positive is great. Positivity is awesome. 
Um, you know, I push for that a lot, but just keep your head on straight and, uh, try to keep complying to the guidelines and, you know, keep this thing down. I know we're kind of going to, we're supposed to spike here sometime this month because of the holidays. Um, but if we can sort of, we can, we can, uh, go on the offensive and try to squash the curve, you know, as much as possible until I like, keep it at bay until the vaccine is widely available. So those are, those are my thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, happy new year to everybody. And, and, you know, I want to, I want to say, I, I kind of addressed this yesterday on, on the stream. I did two streams yesterday. I was, I was here on YouTube and then I, I did, uh, some Facebook as well. Um, and I just want to say thank you guys so much for all the support, you know, and, uh, I didn't do a lot of podcasting last year. It's funny to say last year now, even though it was yesterday. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of podcasts. Um, I think I only did like 30 some episodes last year, maybe that. And uh, it's, it's kind of disappointing in a way because I felt like I was pretty productive. You know, I felt like I was doing a lot of stuff. I felt like we had uh, a lot going on. Like the band was doing a lot of things, you know, with the, uh, the live streams and, um, you know, the merch drops and all that stuff. But uh, the podcast kind of kind of took a backseat in a way. And I'm bummed out about that. So I'm definitely trying to get back on it. That's why I want to get on here January 1, you know, start fresh. And, and hopefully I'm, I'm back to like a regular schedule with the podcast and, you know, making videos and all that. And <clears throat> I've been I've been at it more with the, uh, you know, getting the uh, um, what's it called. Uh, oh, the, the the song of the day. I've been kind of back to that a little bit. So I'm hoping to keep that up. Um, I don't know if it'll be every day, but, you know, I hope to definitely get back to it because, I, you know, I started that January 1st, 2019. So two years ago today, started doing that and, you know, two years and I've only done, I think, 64 episodes of that. So, you know, do the math, right? Uh, I definitely slacked on that hard, but um so I, though, you know, I don't like to call them resolutions because I think resolutions is, uh, it's a quick way to, to just not do it. You know, it's a, it's a fail. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for failure. You just need to get up and do things, you know? Uh, so reading, for example, I've wanted to read. I've always wanted to read, you know, and I can never make, my, make myself do it. I could never get myself to to sit down and read a book. I did read The Dirt by Motley Crue, um, which was great. And that was like one of the first books I ever read. And that was probably, I don't know, five or six years ago. Like, it's it's disgusting. I'm a full-grown man. Hadn't really read a book, you know? So um, this year, this is, this is, you know, it, it takes me back to, this is kind of like where, uh, um, this is where I'm at like with 2020s, like, yes, it was horrible, but it wasn't that horrible. Like I know a lot of people, there are people out there that, um, that just straight up didn't work. Uh, and people lost loved ones and you may know someone that lost a loved one. Uh, there were some hardships for sure. Um, you know, I was definitely hit with depression a lot. I suffered from that anxiety a little bit. But ultimately, I found a way to keep working, uh, which I'm going to get into here on this episode. And uh, I titled it, Sometimes I Get Too Busy. We'll, we'll go into that shortly. Um, and, uh, you know, I was able to sort of curb all that depression after a while. So uh, I started reading. I had to find things to do with my time. Um, and I started looking into finance. I started educating myself about finance. Um, started getting my finances in line. Then, then Christmas ruined it all. Like getting, buying the house. I had to buy this house that I'm living in, um, buying the house. And then Christmas, literally, you know, two weeks later from that, I spent three months, you know, in the process of buying this house. And that was just a big stress ball learning experience for sure. Um, 
Keep all your documents in the cloud. I'll say that. Get a Dropbox account or a Google Drive or something and put all your taxes and all your things like documents in the cloud. So you can just send a link when they're like, hey, send this. You're like, boom, there it is. Oh my God, it was nuts. Um, so, you know, after that, you know, two weeks later, it's Christmas. So it's like, I couldn't spend any money. I couldn't like get the shopping done. Like, and I'd plan to like really have it locked and I wanted to be done like Black Friday weekend. I wanted it to be done, you know, just kind of relax and wrap gifts along the way and sort of just enjoy the season, you know? And, uh, it was, uh, it was crazy, you know, but we got through it. <clears throat> and uh, we were able to give the kids a, a wonderful Christmas. Um, Danielle was very, very strict, like very strong on the idea of like uh, wanting to just blow it out for these kids because it's been a hell of a year, especially for them, not going to school and just sort of doing it here. And, um, you know, the quality of education certainly dipped, I'll say, because I feel like a complete dumbass a lot of times. You know, I had to relearn all that stuff and the common core math and all that. And the common core math, I'm not, I'm not one of those haters. Ooh, common core. Eh. I think it was fine. I don't know. It was, it makes sense to me. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you know, we got through all that and, and now here we are January 1st and I'm, I'm reflecting. Uh, I wanted to go, I wanted to do the pod today and sort of reflect on all that and, um, just say that, you know, definitely the, the times were tough. Um, but there were some good things that came out of it. You know, uh, we learned that, you know, our fans are awesome. For one, we have the, the best fans ever. Uh, I have the best people supporting me, you know, for everything that I do, you know, with the band and then my solo stuff and then the podcast and the YouTube channel. Um, you know, what else, what else, you know, but people buying cameos, I have two cameos to do today, you know, like it's just, uh, the support, uh, I don't, it doesn't go unnoticed. And I like, I feel like, like me and the guys owe you something. I just, I don't know what, but it's just, uh, it's huge, you know? So thank you all for that. Uh, so yes, reading, I was getting into reading. So check it out. I started reading this book called, uh, the 48 laws of power right here. Okay. Uh, 48 laws of power by Robert Greene. And he also wrote a book called the art of seduction. So there's a little bit of that in here, um, about seduction. Uh, so that, that would be, that would be cool to, to read as well. Now that I'm thinking about it, but anyway, the 48 laws of power, it was recommended by Ryan holiday who did, um, he writes all the books on philosophy, like stoicism, uh, you know, uh, the obstacles of the way stillness is the key. Ego is the enemy. Um, I think the new one is the, the lives of the Stoics. So I got the, uh, the three pack, the bundle for Christmas. It's, I think it's, yeah, it's upstairs. I'm, I I got a little bookshelf started upstairs. It's pretty rad anyway. So I've been reading this one and it's interesting because it's, it's like when you like read through the blurb on the back, it seems like very nefarious. It seems like evil, (laughs) like the, the 48 laws of power. Like for instance, here, here's a couple, uh, law number one, never outshine the master. Number two, uh, these are just like the short descriptions and then it goes all into it for each one. But, uh, number two, never put too much trust in friends, learn how to use enemies. Um, number three, conceal your intentions. Number four, always say less than necessary. Uh, number five, so much depends on reputation. Guard it with your life. Uh, number six, court attention at all cost. Number seven, get others to do work for you, but always take the credit. You see what I mean? It sounds like like mean and evil. And it's it was almost like a when 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 Ryan Holiday suggested uh, that people read this, I was like, damn, okay, this sort of I feel like it goes against like being a good person and all that stuff. Right. But, um, but it's what I've, what I'm kind of, it, it was interesting nonetheless. So what I'm kind of gathering from it is that it's like, you can look at it both ways. Like you can definitely, 
use a lot of this information to help you um, sort of get that power um, and sort of take control of your life. And But it's also something to like, to, to understand how to not be taken advantage of. That's kind of the, the position I'm taking with it. As I read, like how, you know, this, what are these laws here that are going to help me like not be taken advantage of? Um, you know, yeah, Jamie, exactly. As it's what leaders do. Exactly. We're here live in the, in the chat on YouTube right now. Um, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, hit that like button and uh, make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed yet, it helps the algorithm and all that stuff. So really appreciate it. Um, and then, uh, subscribe at Tales from Green Room podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. So the one I wanted to touch on today was, uh, always say less than necessary. So for the longest time, and, and this, it, it goes in, in, in line with like how I feel about doing this podcast, for example, and being like a public speaker in a way. Um, I've been on stage since I was, uh, 15 years old. Um, and as the lead singer, you always have to like, come up with interesting things to say, like rock star shit. Right. And I I don't know where, I don't know where I am, where I land, like with the success rate, the success rate, like, am I, you know, I feel like at least 50, 50, at least 50, 50. I say something on stage between songs or when, when we're getting a song revved up, we're trying to get the crowd all going and stuff. I'll say things, you know, the fuck's going on? Like, I, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, and then the other 50% is just like complete failure. You know, like now you look like an idiot. You just, un- you just undid all the cool shit. You just said the whole mystique, everything is gone, you know? Uh, so you, you sort of, uh, the more you talk, the more things you say, uh, you really, uh, increase your chances of, of just falling on your face. And I've always thought that, and this book addresses that. And I thought that was so cool and interesting that I'm not the only one that thinks this. So here's, here's a little passage. So like, so when you, you know, as I'm learning, like you gotta just, you gotta make notes, you gotta like, you know, highlight things and, you know, I've seen guys like fold the crease, the paper, you know, just whatever. It basically becomes a notebook. So, um, okay. Here's a, here's just a couple lines that, that popped out at me. Um, a person, <clears throat> a person who cannot control his words shows that he cannot control himself and is unworthy of respect. And that's like, yeah, that kind of rings true. It's like somebody that just, just shoots off at the mouth. Now, some people are gifted and they can just say anything and like there's some charm to it. Um, you know, they, they own it the way it's like the delivery, all those things. I'm not really that guy. That's what I've, you know, realized that a long time ago. But I, a lot of things I, I say has to be sort of calculated and it's hard to just like shoot from the hip, you know, um, and I've so many times been in conversation or even on this podcast where I just, you know, when I'm interviewing someone or I'll just go on about something and I don't know how to wrap it up or I'll just say something that just sounds ridiculous, you know? And I, I know I'm not the only one that thinks these things, you know? Um, so, okay, uh, here's another one. Uh, let's see. But the human tongue is a beast that few can master. Very true. Uh, it strains constantly to break out of its cage. And if it's not tamed, it will run wild and cause you grief. Power cannot accrue to those who squander their treasure of words. That's so eloquently put, first off. Uh, but again, so true. Like your your tongue is just, it's just ready to just, you got to keep it under control. You got to keep it under wraps, you know? And the whole part, the whole thing about this, this law here, uh, the law is, um, where is it? This is law. No, no, not number three. This is law number four. Always say less than necessary. Okay. Um, all right, check this out. Uh, this is judgment. When you are trying to impress people with words, 
The more you say, the more common you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, banal, B-A-N-A-L. I'm learning a lot of words as I read everybody. Um, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, It will seem, even if you say something banal, but I don't know, somebody help me out with that. Uh, It will seem original if you make it vague, open-ended, and sphinx-like. I like that, sphinx-like, statuesque, iconic. Uh, Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Exactly, right? Um. I love this part. This is a quote from uh, Leonardo da Vinci who lived from 1452 to 1519. Okay. Uh, Oysters open completely when the moon is full. And when the crab sees one, it throws a piece of stone or seaweed into it. And the oyster cannot close again so that it serves the crab for meat. Such is the fate of him who opens his mouth too much and thereby puts himself at the mercy of the listener. Like this, you know, law number four just rang so true to me. Um, here's another one. This is this one goes a lot with the times right now, you know, the last few years. Once the words are out, you cannot take them back. Keep them under control. Be particularly careful with sarcasm. The momentary satisfaction you gain with biting your words Oh, sorry, with your, the, the momentary satisfaction you gain with your biting words will be outweighed by the price you pay. Just huge, man. I, I just, uh, God damn, that's only, that's number four. Like I got, there's 48 of them. The 48 Laws of Power right here by Robert Greene. So go check this out. I'll put the link on my, uh, in the description and when, when I'm done here, but I just thought that was so interesting. So I'm, I've actually been really into this one. Uh, I'm reading like a law or two a day, roughly. I'm not that much of an aggressive reader, but yeah, like I always find myself like having to, to having to try and retain what I'm, what I've read, you know, I have to read it a few times, but this stuff's kind of come to me pretty easy. I'm reading it pretty easily. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was a uh, very cool. So I can't wait to, you know, get more into that. Okay. Today's episode. Um, I titled this episode, uh, number 133. Sometimes I get too busy. Um, so I had a, had a guy on the hooligans page. He asked me, uh, Hey, when are you going to when are you going to jump back on the pod? And I was like, well, I was actually thinking about doing one today. Is there, is there anything in particular you'd like me to talk about? Cause that's, that's another thing too. that's kind of kept me from being, doing a, doing a show is, is that, uh, I don't really know what to talk about. I have a few things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about merch drop. That's, you know, I've learned a lot about that this year. Um, stuff like that. But <clears throat> he said, uh, he said, uh, if I had to choose one thing, I'd say, I'd really love to hear about how, you keep your work as a producer in terms of being available to other artists and working in the studio at home from conflicting with the growth of Ballyhoo as a band. Uh, let's see. Um, how do you keep yourself from splitting your focus as a band member and a producer? Uh, that would be really insightful. seems nowadays in the music industry, you need to wear a lot of hats uh, to be successful, but you have to have a unique perspective and that you started in an indie band and it grew successfully first. So any advice from someone starting out in, the, in production rather than as a band member, member would be helpful to me as well as other producers and audio engineers. So that's a uh, chance. Nobra. Uh, thanks for the question, man. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about this because I, I found that uh, that's intriguing. Um, so who's drinking water today? I'm drinking Essentia. They don't pay me. They should, but they don't. It's a low acid uh, ionized hydration. Yeah, it's got a high pH. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'll say, yeah, sometimes I get too busy. You know, I think, uh, I think, you know, I've always tried to tell people um, that 
you know, it's time. It is now time to, especially if you're self-employed, um, like myself, or, you know, even if you have a job, you know, um, there's a lot of people that, that can't make it on a, you know, a 40, 40 hours a week, you know? So, um, I think now is the time to pursue multiple revenue streams, you know? Uh, speaking of which super chat is available. If anybody would like to chime in on that, um, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's <laughs> so bad. Um, no, uh, you know, I think, um, it's, it's, you need to be pursuing uh, multiple revenue streams. Uh, and it should be something that you're interested in, something that you are, um, you know, you're good at something, you know, a lot about, um, something that's not going to like make you mad that you're doing it, you know, because then it becomes work. Right. So, uh, you know, it is possible, you know, like I've always wanted to like have like a clothing line, you know, I always thought that'd be cool to have a clothing line. Um, I always thought it'd be cool to, to run a label. I always wanted to do that. So we started the label, you know, and we actually put, um, we actually signed a couple bands and, and put them out, you know? And, uh, so we did that. Um, I actually have incorporated the, uh, you know, the clothing line into, into this, into what I do, you know, uh, creating the brand there. Like, uh, and I want to go further with that. I'm working on that, you know, sort of right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it's all it, things I'm interested in, you know, with the, the dream and grind stuff. Um, you know, I, I figured, you know, the, the, the brand, the things that I push is like advice, you know, just like, <laughs> I always think whenever I think of dream and grind, I think of the, uh, if you can dream it, you can do it from uh, blaze, blaze, blaze of glory, blades of glory, uh, with Will Ferrell. Um, that was one of the lines for that movie. If you can dream it, you can do it. And it's, it makes sense. It's like, you know, it, it, uh, back to the future, George McFly, Marty, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything, right? That that's always stuck with me too. So, um, I push that narrative, you know, I push people to, to be, um, to be more than they ever dreamed of, you know, but the way to get there, look, you can sit there and dream all day long. You can have, you can, uh, you know, you can have stars in your eyes all day, but if you don't do the work grind, then it's not going to happen, you know? And, uh, you know, there, there's people that seemingly pop up out of nowhere that you never heard of that like have this huge following, you know, and you're like, where'd that come from? Overnight sensation style, you know, but it's not overnight sensation. They've been working at it. You know, they've been doing this a long time. So, uh, those are the types of things that I push, right? So I try to incorporate everything that I'm into, into my creative and and push it out in whatever channel I feel is, um, is appropriate. So the podcast is one way of getting, getting my, my thoughts out there, um, and, and then when I started seeing probably late 2018, early 2019, I started seeing video podcasts, like people, you know, sitting in a studio and I was like, that's where I got to go. I got to start doing that. So I, you know, upgraded my gear, got some fancy lights back here. I got this ring light right here, you know, just, uh, upgraded my cameras and try to make the set look cooler. This back here has been a mess. I I just, this is, I just have things and I just put it here. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what this is. And this has just been there for like two years. I haven't, (laughs) I got to fix this. Um, But I do want to make it look nice, nicer in here. I always have other things to do, but so I'm, uh, I'm very, um, uh, I don't know what the hell I was just saying. Just lost track. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I try to I try to push for things, uh, 
And yeah, I, so I started, I started seeing the, the, the video podcast. I got to do that. Um, so that, so the podcast naturally transitioned to, to being a video thing. And then I was like, well, I can go live, you know? Um, you know, I was able to, uh, to do these things and, and I, I will get to this question. If this is all relevant. I was able to, to do these, these things because the band sort of, um, the band helped create, you know, create that awareness around me. And, um, and I, I want this, you know, for, you know, for the guys in the band too, I want them to be able to, to do things like this. I, I tell my brother all the time, like, dude, you got to do some kind of a, you know, B horror movie podcast or, you know, show on YouTube, like once a week, I don't know, something like he's really good at like, he can quote every movie and just really good at that trivia and stuff. I think it'd be fun. Um, he's also good at playing video games. Like I'll stream yourself playing video games, you know? Um, but like, I don't know. You, you just take the things that you're good at, you embrace them, your talent and you can, you can monetize it, you know, it takes a while, but, uh, so that's what I've been doing. It's been taking all, you know, all this stuff that I've been doing, um, and sort of, you know, I created some merch. I created a couple shows. Um, there's other things going on, but, <laughs> uh, you know, um, so, with all that stuff going on, I'm also producing bands, um, recording, mixing, uh, co-writing, things like that. Um, the question was, how do you do all these things and still focus on the band? You know, um, how do you split your time? And and that's really what it is. It, you know, you you have to you have to manage your time. And sometimes I get too busy. Uh, sometimes I'll find myself getting a little stressed out doing the things that I love because I've got too many things that I love all happening at once, right? And, you know, so like I'll take on a few projects at a time and I'll, I'll have artists hit me up. Hey, you want to jump on this song? You, I'd love for you to sing on this. I'm like, yeah, send it over. Meanwhile, I've got two other albums that I'm producing and mixing or something and you know, it's all those things. Um, and then I have to stay, I have to make sure that I'm still writing and creating for Ballyhoo, you know? And that means like making videos for that, for Ballyhoo and writing songs and, uh, and then getting together with the guys and recording. Uh, speaking of which we're going to be, I got to go up, I'm leaving Sunday to go up to New Hampshire to, to make a record, uh, for about a week. And then I come back and I'm meeting up with the guys and we're going to go to uh, Pacifarm. Uh, that's Ted's place, Ted and Bree's place here in Southern Maryland. Um, and we're going to, we're going to do some writing. So I'm excited for that, but you just have to make the time that that's really what it is. You have to make the time and, uh, you know, that's how anything gets done. If you care about something, make the time for it. Um, you know, there's times where I don't feel like writing anything. You know, I, I, I think last week, last week of the week before I was sitting down with my notebook and I was, I, I was trying to write a song a night, like not even a full song, just like a, a few lines, like a, a verse and a chorus or something. And just try to get that going. I stopped, you know, it just, you get into something and you stop, but um, you know, just trying to exercise that, that muscle. And, and I try to tell myself too, like, uh, I just bought, um, I just bought uh, this book creativity by John Cleese. It's not getting here until next week. And then I won't be here to get it. So I'll hopefully read that in about two weeks, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to get, I, I sometimes I need advice, you know, like I'll watch videos on YouTube and stuff about how to be creative. Um, because I feel like I overthink it, you know, I know I overthink it. You know, and this is self-awareness is key, everybody. Self-awareness. You have to know yourself. You have to know uh, what's what's going on with you to, to really understand. You have to break yourself down a little bit. And like I've realized that like, yeah, I overthink things too much. And um, I've just been, uh, I don't know, like torturing myself, you know? So I, I want to, I always feel like I need to write the best, most iconic lines ever. You know, it has to be 
a hundred percent radio ready. You know what I mean? Like coming right out of my head, just onto the paper. And it, you know, that is the, the perfectionism is like, that's what's crushing me. You know, it's like, I heard something great the other day, say it straight and then say it great, you know? And I'm, I'm not sure I'd ever heard that it put that way, but I've told other artists that way. I'm like, look, man, just write, just put things, just write it down and then fix it later. You know, fi- tell your story and you can do several drafts if you want to do it that way, you know, just tell your story and then, you know, flip to the next piece of paper and write the story again, but put it in like a song form or a poem form, you know, uh, syllables and things like that. And then go back and try to make it rhyme and come up with cool puns and, you know, one-liners and things like it doesn't have to be so epic. Um, it can be simple. So that's, that's where I'm at with that. So when I feel like that, when I feel like that, I, you know, (laughs) I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm done. You know, I'm just gonna, I'll move on to this other project that I'm working on. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, uh, you have to commit to something fully, but if you're not feeling it, if you're just not feeling it and you're burnt out on it, just stop and come back to it later. It'll be there when you come back. I like to work on a schedule that, that like, I hate deadlines. I've always hated deadlines. And I've, I, I, that's why I like the subscription model. Um, you know, we've toyed with that idea, like the, the Patreon and stuff like that. Uh, you can even do like subscriptions here. I think after you hit 10 K subs or something, but that scares the shit out of me because it's like, now I have to create content all the time for people that are, that are paying me to do this. And like, I don't want that kind of pressure. You know, I'd rather just like, if people are going to donate or super chatter or whatever, like I'd rather have them just kind of do it on their own and not sort of lock people in, which then locks me in to feeling like I need to make some great shit, you know, to make it worth it. And that's just super stressful to even think about. So, um, you know, I guess if I was like one of these YouTubers that was like, you know, that was my thing. That would be different. But you know, when you're in a band, it's like, it's kind of tough to, to, to think about it that way. Um, it's tough to like, it's like we put all this stuff out for free. Like what else can I do that would be super special and unique and cool that I'm not already doing? You know, I, I engage with people and I apologize. I haven't really, I haven't really engaged with anybody in the chat here today. I'm just kind of going off, but, um, I haven't, I haven't done an episode in a while, so I got a lot to say, I guess. Uh, Jamie's right. I need a brain group. I do. Stony Vision says, I think you're heading on a great path with the content. I wouldn't stress it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's, um, you know, the support that I get from you guys is, is huge. It, it's just, uh, you know, it blows my mind. So the fact that I even have an audience, you know, it's rad. So I hope it's uh, creating some value for you guys because it definitely is, is valuable to me that you're here and that I can do this. So, um, you know, so yeah, the, you have to make the time for it. You have to, um, uh, you know, try not to take on too much. Um, don't put yourself in a, in a situation where you're not ready for that. Um, you know, like I feel like I'm a pretty good mixer now, uh, when it comes to, to mixing, records, but I'm not going to go, you know, and try to get a hold of the Foo Fighters or Green Day and be like, Hey, I want to mix your record. Like, I just wouldn't do that. You know, I'm not ready for that. And there is a, de- there's a degree of like, Hey, you got to believe in yourself and ah, sure you can. But you also have to know like, no, nah, I'm not ready. Like there, you know, if you saw my mixes, like it's kind of a mess in there. It's not pretty. You know, sometimes I'll have, uh, for all you nerds out there, like I'll have way too many plugins on a, on a channel and you know, too many plugins on my, on my master bus, things like that. It's like, I'm trying to get down to simplify Like I want to use like 
two plugins, you know, on, on each track. Um, but it's kind of a mess. You know, it's like I find a way to get there, but I want to do it prettier, you know, so that when I feel like I can do it that way, then I might be starting to trying to go after these, these bigger bands. But, you know, this leads me to this as well. Like, you, you know, you'll know when you're ready. You'll know when you're ready. You'll, you'll, you're going to, you know, whatever it is you're, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're, you're trying to do, the career you're trying to take, um, you just, you just level up. You know, you look at the, Gary V says, you know, if you look at the, you have to look at the end result, uh, where you want to be and then reverse engineer how you want to get there. You just go backwards, you know, to where you are. And then you start taking those steps, you know, I envision, I envision like a, a big stone staircase on the side of a fucking mountain with lightning and black clouds. And there's like a wizard up there and just like throwing lightning bolts at you. Right. That's life. And, uh, you have to jump, you have to leap, to these, you know, epic leaps to these different, uh, levels, these different pads. And, um, that's, that's what it's like for me, you know, on, on the climb to, to my version of success. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when it comes back to, um, how do I find the time? I make the time, you know, uh, the time is, is the, is a commodity. You can't get it back. It's the one thing you can't get back. You can make more money. You know, you can make more friends, you know, you can go to the grocery store and get more food. You can't create more time, right? Uh, you can't buy more time. Um, you can maximize your time, the time that you have, right? So, uh, when I was 32, I decided that I wasn't going to work anymore. Um, not the, uh, the regular job. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to work that, that job anymore. Wait tables, bartend. Um, I had spent, you know, I'd say 14, 15 years working jobs, uh, a lot of warehouse jobs, loading trucks, things like that. Um, and waiting tables and delivering pizza. Um, what else did I do? (laughs) I like drove forklifts and things, you know, I did all that stuff and I was tired of doing it. I was so sick of it. And you know what is like, I would be at work and I'd be getting in trouble for being on my phone, replying to fans on MySpace, um, and this was back when like apps were really shitty. Like things were slow, and you know it took forever to, to message someone back. I'd be in the bathroom or the stock room or something, the freezer, the walk-in freezer, and I'd be like texting fans back, you know, um, and announcing shows and stuff, and. I'd get in trouble and you get threatened to like lose your shifts and get your phone taken away and balls bullshit. It was like school, you know, and I, you know, and that job was super good to me in the, in the larger scale. Like what job would let you, you know, just leave for months and then come back and just pick up where you left off, you know? So I thank you to the olive tree in Aberdeen, uh, exit 85 off of 95 in Aberdeen. If you want some great crab cakes or Italian food, that's the best place to go. Uh, nah, man, that place was great. I just got sick of waiting tables and doing that, doing that work. It just wasn't for me. So when I was 32, I got home from a tour. I had a three-year-old son. He was two or three and living in a, in a two bedroom apartment. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I need time. I need 12, 14 hours of being at home, building a studio, working on my craft, learning how to record myself, learning how to, to mix and, you know, how to use this gear. Like I needed time and I could not do it 
and I was spending so much time at work, you know, and it got so frustrating. It was so frustrating. Um, I, I just, uh, I hated it, man. I come home smelling like French fries, you know, and just, I, I wouldn't see my kid, you know, I wasn't seeing him when I was gone on tour. And then I wasn't seeing him when I was at home, you know, but the family was just a back seat, you know? Um, and so as scary as it was having a family and, you know, the money wasn't great, you know, but I was like, I knew that I had to do something. I had to take the leap. I had to maximize my time and going part-time just wasn't going to work for me because, you know, then you get roped back into working a double, you know, as much as you say, Hey, I can only work Mondays, you know, Monday mornings, 10 to two. That's not, that's like, you're not really making money anyway like that. I remember coming home making 20, 30 bucks sometimes, you know, it's just like, was that worth my time? Was that worth missing out on valuable, you know, time that I could educate myself on YouTube? You know, I signed up for lynda.com. Anybody remember that website? L Y N D A lynda.com. I signed up for that. And it was, uh, you know, you could watch, um, these fully done professionally done, uh, courses and you could download project files and things and work on stuff. I did. I signed up. I think I did that twice, like two different emails, got the three week trial, downloaded all the shit that I could, um, kept a lot of the videos, just watched them all the time. Went on YouTube, you know, I just sat there and learned, you know, I was really into it. Um, but I told her, I was like, look, I have to do this. I know it's scary, but like, this is just, this is going to be so much better one day. I promise. And she was super supportive. You know, she was, I'm sure she was scared out of her mind, but she was very supportive and she let me pursue this, you know? And I, I know that, you know, the, every day, every year that goes by, I'm like, God, thank fucking God for her. You know, like she, she just, she just gets me, you know? Um, and she wants me to be successful. So, uh, thank you for that, babe. But so yeah, you, you make the time, you know, you take, you take your time back, you, you own it, you know, like you get that control back, you figure out what you need to do to make the things happen that you want to happen. And, uh, that's the end of it. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot to say after that. Um, if you're not feeling it, you know, then you shouldn't be doing it. But, you know, that's why I say like only pursue something that you're good at, you know, very well, you love it. Um, you know, because then it won't feel like work. It's not work. This is not work. This is amazing that I can sit here and talk to you guys and just like brain vomit all over you, all over you. You know, that sounds awful. (laughs) Why did I say it like that? Uh, it's, it's right. But I just feel like, you know, uh, super grateful Um, and I encourage all you guys to, um, to, to do this, you know, if you're, if you know anything about anything, you know, if there's something where you're like, I'll say, let's say if you know everything about anything or a lot about something, you know, uh, you should start a podcast. You should go on YouTube. You know, if you're, if you like cooking, you should start, you know, take your phone and film yourself, get a tripod and film yourself making a dish and go from there. You know, I told, I told a friend of mine, he's very good at drawing. I'm like, dude, you should be like having a camera mounted over you and, and drawing and talking and asking your audience, wait, what should I draw today? Hey, what, what should I add to this? You know, like, and then sell the thing at the end of the show every week. Like, you know, that, you know, people want to buy, People want to buy independent art, I feel, you know, they want to consume, uh, independent, um, uh, creations. I don't know. Those are my thoughts on that. Um, I'm going to let you guys go. I appreciate you guys taking the time and, and watching, listening. 
Um, and uh, what do you guys think of the? What do you guys think of this look? You guys like this? I got you guys like my pineapple right here. You guys, you know, I got the uh, social stuff here in the corner. I'm gonna change this logo. I'm not a fan of this logo anymore. Uh, I'm gonna go with I think a more neon, like a whippy little neon thing. This is kind of dated to me. I made this like two years ago. Um, yeah, started in 2018. Oh my god, three years ago! Holy shit, the podcast is almost three years old, everybody. Yeah, I think this month. I think the end of this month was the end of January or beginning of Feb. Anyway, yeah, damn, three years old. Uh, three years old and I've only got 133 episodes. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I need to get back on this thing and start talking my face off to you guys. You know, uh, let me know, uh, please in the comments, leave in the comments below, leave, let me know, uh, what you'd like me to talk about in the future. What do you, what would you like to know about? Uh, did, did you guys like the, the book stuff? Like, should I do more of that? Like talk about books I'm into get check out the 48 laws of power I'll uh, when I'm done here I'll, I'll put the uh, link in the description to get this book if you want to check it out um, let me know man what should I be doing here cool you guys like it nice neon logos will be rad excellent excellent yeah man I'm into this I do like the back wall I think that looks I think it looks cool the whole thing looks cool I think we just need to address the logo situation right here and I think we'll be in good shape and then when I bring, you know, guests on, I'll put them, you know, next to me in same treatment with the neon around. I don't know. I think it'd be dope. Nick says, obstacle, obstacle is the way is my jam. Absolutely, man. Ryan Holiday has got it going on. You should follow his YouTube channel, The Daily Stoic. Um, he's got a podcast too, but like, man, just such great information. Such good information. If you're, if you're just a fucking mess like I am mentally, uh, follow the daily stoic <laughs> and i'll try to I, you know i'm gonna try to incorporate all this stuff too but i want you guys to i want to know what you guys want want from me so just please tell me in the comments below uh please if you're watching please leave a like uh you know smash the like button to the the algorithm uh you know i think they're youtube uh, i've heard they'll punish you for not being on as much as you used to and so you know I don't know how many people got to see this video today, but uh, please leave a like and subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Please uh, subscribe to Tales from the Green Room podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, any, anywhere. Um, and thank you guys so much for all the support. Uh, I hope I address your stuff and thanks for listening to me just babble on and on and on. Uh, this is Tales from the Green Room episode number 133. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much and I'll, I'll see you soon.